This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 179 of This is the G Podcast. Yes. Oh, my God. What a week. You know, when you do a weekly recap show, of course, there's never a dull moment. Always stuff going on, man. But this week was special, y'all, indeed. Uh, of course, we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping out to you from the one and only Tanya B. She's back this week. Khalees and Bill Murray? I got it. We got to talk about that. Syracuse Mike has the headlines. And, and in the words of New Edition, y'all, is this the end for Trump? Has, has Cheeto Jesus made his last stand i mean we got to see what's going on with that we'll we'll talk about it with the newsmaker crew uh, atlanta city council approves cop city uh pga and live golf the golf the uh, merger has shocked the world and smoke literally took over new york this week so we that's all coming up in the news we're going to talk about it with talib and vi but in the meantime let's go ahead and do the headlines with mike here we go news team for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Following a marathon 16-hour city council meeting that featured over 13 hours of public comments, Atlanta representatives voted overwhelmingly to approve the funding for the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center. The city council vote was met by boos from the crowd that remained. The vote took place at 5.30 a.m. Tuesday morning. Protesters have long objected to the deal for what they call Cop City, which they say is nothing more than an example of environmental racism and the militarization of the police. Most of the early protesters were not from Atlanta. Mayor Andre Dickens says in the long run, there will be many benefits for the city. He told council, I respect the public and was pleased that you all voted to approve the budget for the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center. So thank you for your actions there. The mayor said he's committed to building trust despite opposition to the plan. It's a big deal for golf, a merger between the PGA Tour, Live Golf, and DP World Tour. While President Biden said little about the agreement, former President Trump hailed it as a big, beautiful, and glamorous deal. But here's the problem, and it's been an issue for a while. Live Golf is backed by the Saudi government, which faces criticism for human rights violations and its suspected involvement in the murder of a journalist. Some 9-11 families are also outraged. It's still unclear how this deal will impact early golf who supported Liv before the merger. The parties in the deal have agreed to drop legal action against each other. On Wednesday, tens of millions of people in the U.S. were under air quality alerts because smoke from Canadian wildfires was drifting south. It's affecting cities up and down the East Coast, especially places like New York City and the entire state. Governor Kathy Hochul says people should not go out. If you don't have to. I feel like I say this during snowstorms as well, but this is about your health and your family's health, so please just Stay indoors. Smoke from wildfires in Canada has been moving south into the U.S. since May. It's a surprising victory for voting rights. The conservative-leaning Supreme Court has ruled against Alabama, striking down Republican-drawn congressional districts that civil rights activists had argued discriminated against black voters. Here's AURN's Ebony McMorris. The 5-4 decision means that the heavily Republican-favored map of seven congressional districts will now be redrawn. Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Brett Kavanaugh, both conservatives, joined the court's three liberals in the majority. By rejecting Alabama's attempt to make 
make it harder to address concerns raised by civil rights advocates. The court, despite its conservative majority, has stood against the dilution of black voters power in states like Alabama, where voters are divided into districts dominated by white voters. Now, the ruling leaves room for further future challenges to the law, as Justice Kavanaugh noted in a separate opinion. However, civil rights groups, along with the Biden administration, celebrated this victory, seeing it as a rejection of efforts to undermine fundamental voting rights protections. For AURN News, I'm Ebony McMorris. The Supreme Court ruling could also have a future impact on Georgia. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. That's Jack Smith, the special counsel investigating the retention of classified documents at former President Donald Trump's Florida estate. The indictment against Trump was unsealed Friday afternoon. He faces 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information under the Espionage Act. He is also accused of obstruction, conspiracy, and making false statements. The total of 37 counts is much more than the widely reported seven counts mentioned the day before. The former president is expected to appear Tuesday afternoon at the federal courthouse in Miami. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks, uh, thanks, Mike, uh, for the headlines, man. Just so much this week. I'm, I'm here to tell you, um, and I'm gonna try to be positive. I, I am. Um, you know, the, the, the crew is here. The newsmaker crew. Got to say, what's up to Leave Shabazz? Let me give you yours. Yay! I know what y'all about to get, get into with yeah. this. So, oh. Vi, country commentator is here. Let me give him give it up for Vi, the country commentator. And, and as of the taping of the show, Vi, um, it, it looks like the orange, orange, uh, I call him Orange Julius, um, Agent <laughs> Orange, um, Cheeto Jesus. Um, you know, basically is was in Columbus and and has departed Columbus. I, and and my question is, did you get in any photos or did you did you you know did he you, was he was not willing to pay my fee. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fee, man? <laughs> Enough. Why well, I have to worry about retirement? No more. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because exactly. if you know if you get caught in a photo with Trump. That goes viral, man. And your friends see it. It's like, damn, dude. All my <laughs> no. friends got to do is call me and say, fine. I said, dude, if you see my bank account, you will understand. And plus, I have no Cause, Hey, hey fine, because he need a black man. He got to have a black man. Well, in I, ain't gonna be that, I ain't up to that black man now. <laughs> where's, my, where's my Negro at? Where's my Negro? Where's my Negro friend? I'm a, hey, I'm a, I'm a one-time guy. <laughs> Once we leave Columbus, we are no longer associate each other no more. <laughs> I got you. I got you. That cool, it. man. <laughs> ah, glad you made it. Glad you made it. <laughs> Episode 179, y'all. This is the G Podcast. Newsmaker crew. Again, uh, by the country commentator, Talib Shabazz. Your wax fame is here. And and I only have, you know, I have, I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, I think this week has just been exhausting, man. Um, but True. one question, I'll start with you, Talib. You know, is this the nail in the coffin for... Uh, Orange guy, man. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, I I think that... uh, I think that we're going to change the name. We're going to take the name from John Gotti, the Mm. Teflon Don, and we're going to give it to the Teflon Donald. Uh, Because this guy... You know, when you're looking at... You know, okay, if the... We know that the government won't bring a case unless they really feel like they have something. 
They got 38 charges total, you know, 38 charges total, 37 on Trump, one for his aide. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you would think that at least one of them would probably, you know, the only thing that I think that would probably stick at the mm-hmm. end of the day is the the false statement, the, the charge of a false statement. Yeah, false I, statement to the FBI. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the only thing that would stick. And unfortunately, you know, even though that should be uh, felonious, um, I don't think that that would be, you know, I, I, that's just basically going to amount to a slap on the wrist for Trump on this one. Okay. Vi, what about you? I'm like him. I just, all this evidence, I just... I don't, I, I mean, it seemed like he should could be convicted, but I just not going to believe it until I see it. Because I heard, from what they said, they said they got a tape recording of even a minute that he Oh, had. yeah. On two, two occasions. On two yeah. occasions, they have him admitting to talking to people in conversation. Like, hey, I have this document here. I can't, unfortunately, I can't really show it to you. But <laughs> I just want to let you know I have it. And one was a map. One was like a classified map. Yes. I was talking to one of his campaign uh, leaders, uh, a PAC. Yeah. And and was telling the guy, don't get too close to the map. Right. Like, don't get too close to it. How about you? How about you not have it out? (laughs) Anywhere in the room. Damn. This dude, Uh, I mean, this dude, he I mean, my thing, even if he does not get to go to, this should be enough for the government to say, you're not fit to be president. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Let me, let me play. Let me let me play this. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play something, and and I should have played it from the beginning, but I want to play this because you know there may be some people who listen to the show who don't hear the full statement from Jack Smith, mm. who is very serious. I mean, yes. I'm talking about yeah. when you see Garland and you see Smith looks like he just don't play. Right. I mean, it's like I, I came. I came to do business. Mm-hmm. You know, the look on his face, you don't see him smile. But let me let me play this uh, for those who may not have heard his statement on Friday. Here we go. Good afternoon. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. This indictment was voted by a grand jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. And I invite everyone to read it in full, to understand the scope and the gravity of the crimes charged. The men and women of the United States intelligence community and our armed forces dedicate their lives to protecting our nation and its people. Our laws that protect national defense information are critical the safety and security of the United States, and they must be enforced. Violations of those laws put our country at risk. Adherence to the rule of law is a bedrock principle of the Department of Justice, and our nation's commitment to the rule of law sets an example for the world. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. Applying those laws collecting facts, that's what determines the outcome of an investigation. Nothing more and nothing less. The prosecutors in my office are among the most talented and experienced in the Department of Justice. They have investigated this case hewing to the highest ethical standards, and they will continue to do so as this case proceeds. 
very important for me to note that the defendants in this case must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. To that end, my office will seek a speedy trial in this matter, consistent with the public interest and the rights of the accused. We very much look forward to presenting our case to a jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. In conclusion, I would like to thank the dedicated public servants of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, with whom my office is conducting this investigation and who work tirelessly every day upholding the rule of law in our country. I'm deeply proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with them. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, 21 day trial is what they're looking at. 21 business days. Uh, I'm not sure when it's going to take place, but I'm sure when they do the uh, as, as of this taping Tuesday, they're going to announce mm-hmm. when when everything's going to go down. But, but let me say my take is well, Doc, I, I don't really I don't I've been doing this a podcast with politics in it since 2016. OK, <laughs> there has not been a week probably since I started this because it started when Hillary right. it was it was Trump Hillary mm-hmm. and there has not been probably a month at least a week that his name wasn't mentioned in some case in the news so you know with that being said my issue now is not necessarily that all these things are coming up because I'll say it most of this stuff is self-inflicted yeah. It's not like it's not like I mean, I know a lot of people are saying, well, they're out to get him. No, he's doing this shit to himself. You know, this is self-inflicted. My my issue is not when does support become idolatry, you know, and when I hear people supporting with everything, all the it's like, who you going to believe me or your lying eyes or your lying ears, yeah. you know, because now we got um you know, Fannie Willis is about to come up, right? You know, Fulton County. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that you got what's going on in New York. Not to mention that the guy's already gone through, you know, the sex trial. That the, you know, um, the, yeah. um, uh, you know, the defamation, the defamation trial. Right. So, so, so my my point is, when does it become idolatry? You know, uh, versus uh, support. We're already there. Yeah. We're already there. And, and I think you and know, I think it's dangerous. I it think is. that's that's the issue that concerns me. Right. Not necessarily that we're going through this. It, it, it's about where will the country go? Cuz cuz when people talk about we're already in a digital civil war. Yeah. To some extent. I'm just I'm just waiting to see what's going to pop off. Yeah. You know, that's uh listening to uh Jack Smith talk, you know, it, it just constantly it is just a constant reminder that, you know, the way this country uh, constitutionally was set up was, mm-hmm. yes, there are one set of laws that are supposed to apply to every citizen. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we don't have that. What we yeah. have is one set of laws and certain exemptions. Yeah. And we we seem to, you know, somebody like we seem to be allowing people to live in these exemptions and yeah. in these loopholes, you know, and the question is, why do you why would you allow somebody else 
<laughs> you yeah. know, to do that. When yeah. when yeah. we know that this is a, you know, one vote, one voice type of uh, uh, nation. One, yeah. you know, supposed to be the, the republic. Uh, what do they call it? A dem- democratic a, 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 a republic? Democratic republic, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. If, well, I'm, I'm going to say, go ahead, go ahead. You know, so really, yeah. like, like, really, what I'm just trying to say is we have to, when when propaganda is legal, how do you, how are you able to tell the difference? You yeah. know, what kind of barometer do you need in order to distinguish between everything that you're hearing and filter out what you need to know and and be able to discount the rest of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, so true. So true. But I'll give you the last word on this and, and we'll move. It's just crazy Trump. because I'm saying we know he's lying about the election. <laughs> <laughs> but we still let him see it. Right. We still <laughs> let him see it. So why... It's like it's the truth because he's still saying why we should better put him in the jail for keep saying that. Yeah, I mean, seeing yeah. what the Fox don't lost the case, paying millions yeah. of dollars, admit that they knew it was a millions lie. damn near right. millions of dollars. The man don't lost his job at Fox for lying. Yet this guy is running for president on that lie. We're putting people in jail for the resurrection. It is, Ava. It is kind of a resurrection because we are literally putting folks in jail for this. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got Fox saying it was a friendly well, what, what's called, what, what's called, it's a picnic. <laughs> so yeah, that's why that is why I think he can get away with it because all this stuff that we found him him guilty on, lying on. Yeah, he still said until we can shut him up for saying that. I'm going to yeah. believe you can get away with it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you credit for for calling it a resurrection because <laughs> that's going to be your new phrase. Because honestly, it may not have been. It has resurrected a whole lot of mess. You know, so come on. Yeah. All right, let's move on from Trump and and just you know, I'll start with you. Vi, what was your takeaway from the week, man? From everything that went down, okay. what was your big takeaway? Cornell West, my frat brother. <laughs> Why is he running? I don't understand. My thing, yeah. I thought our job was to make sure the Republicans don't win and Trump don't win. It's mm-hmm. like either Trump is paying him or he's black man Biden said, if y'all don't want me to run, Biden play me. Trump, you want me to run? Trump paid me because he know he's not going to win. So why is he running? Yeah, yeah. He's well, he's, he's, he's saying he, symbolically he, he's for the people, but I symbolically, get okay, brother. Yeah. Right. I don't need you symbolically. Just be for the people. <laughs> you know, yeah. for the people. Like, Go ahead. Know, Cornell West is so intelligent. He might be stupid in this one. You know what I mean? He is. Yeah, yeah. This one is just not making good sense to me. Now yeah. he's, having, he's having a Republican because he's not going to take any vote from Trump people. If anything, he's going to take votes from the Democrats. No, what was funny is that he said that's where he's going first. He's going into but Trump country. He's going yeah. into Trump country first. And Say how stupid that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, dude, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I, I said when, when I heard it, I, I shook my head yeah. and I remembered the collaboration he had with Talis. Yeah. Talis. Uh, I'm sorry. Tavis smiling, smiling. Yeah. and, and how South that went. Yeah. And, and I just don't see it happening. I think there was a, there may have been a point pre 
Tavis Smiley and, and all that that went down where he might have had some credibility, but I, I don't think he has any more credibility. I tr- you know, credibility left. Uh, I was looking back, by the way, and, and I'll, I'll go to you, Tlaib, in just a minute. I was looking back at the video when he got into it with Sister Soldier back in the day in the 80s with mm-hmm. when this Phil Donahue race thing. Yeah. And, and it kind of reminded me of like that chasm between that talented 10th thinking and this, you know, the newer generation. And, and I just don't think he, he's changed much. I, I'm not sure if he could, you know, I think ultimately it's going to come down to whether or not he can uh, pull the youth vote, yeah. the, the black youth vote, you know, but, but I don't think he has that credibility anymore. You know, uh, okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to you, Tilly. What, what's your big takeaway? Um, <laughs> well, uh, we, it looks like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, your second favorite Republican oh, of all Lord. time, uh, has possibly indicted herself for, <laughs> for yeah. going into a committee meeting um, and coming out of the committee meeting with notes that she's personally taken uh, for this. Um, it was basically from I don't I didn't take down all the notes, but basically yeah. what happens is she's getting called. She's on a committee. She gets called into the committee meeting. The committee meeting is taking place in a secured, I think it's CSCIF, you mm-hmm. know, the type of, you know, secured facility. Top secret. Right, exactly. Because the what we're talking about here is it has to be secured. So yeah. she not only um, goes on to Fox News talking about what was happening in the meeting but she's talking she tells it she says that she took notes yeah oh yeah yeah you know what i mean like yeah yeah so why why isn't that why are we putting her in jail it's illegal again you said it by yeah (laughs) you know it's you know we got the 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 two set of standards two set of rules and and you know, in some cases, you just I mean, I think uh, America has to make a move. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, I kind of fall in line with the same thing. I look at the situation with Live Golf mm-hmm. and the PGA. When you mm-hmm. uh, when you look at the amount of noise that the PGA made when their players were leaving, taking all this money from the Saudis to go to live right. and how PGA condemned it, even to the point where they offered Tiger Woods $800 million. And he turned okay. it down. Wow. And he turned it down. Uh, the, the the most outspoken guy, I think, on the PGA, because Tiger made a statement, kept it moving, but uh, I forgot his name is Rory. Uh, yeah. the golfer. Rory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the one who really stood for the PGA and said, look, I'm not doing this. It's wrong for the 9-11 families. We shouldn't be doing this. So hell no, I'm not taking the five, the half a billion dollars that they offered me. And then they come back, then the PGA, and this is out of the blue, when the PGA decides to do this merger because it is ultimately all about money. And, and, you know, so it's just, you know, it kind of falls into all of what we're talking about. Ultimately, it's about money. Exactly. I think even even with the Trump thing and all of this, I I think he got something on somebody. He got a lot on a lot of people, including the the, his own party, the Republican Party. Yeah, because he was right there doing it with him. (laughs) <laughs> that's, what, that's what's yeah. so crazy. I mean, look, these, yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't in. You know, for somebody who ran on the fact that he's an outsider, a Washington yeah. outsider. Yes, yeah. but you were a celebrity insider. You know, Man, even going back to the Democrats, he gave money to everybody. Exactly yeah. because he needed people who were going to serve his purpose. 
This guy is a, you know, he's a, he's just a plain old white boy Mm -hmm. trying to, trying to conduct business in one of the most mafia ridden cities in the world. You know what I mean? Between Russian mobs, between the Chinatown, between, you know what I mean? Just every, there was all, you know, gangs of New York was not just in the, you know, 1700s. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so true. I agree. So, I agree. Uh, so he's a grifter, you know, grifter and a charlatan, man. Exactly. Yeah. All, basically, we can say yeah. America doesn't have a moral compass. We don't. Um, yeah. It doesn't. When it, comes to make, when it comes to making money, we have no limit of where we would go. Right. Yeah. Uh, We're dealing with Saudi Arabia now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like Stephen A. said, the government deal with him. I think then Biden get a guy high five for making a great deal with him. Yeah, so, yeah. They yeah after so, after the he they killed the the journalist. Uh, they they yeah. the show they right. jump right back in. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we have we can say all we want about this market. We don't have it. Yeah, so it true. shows in everything we do. The guns, Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia. Okay, what else? The world just laughing us right now. Like, you really? I mean, well, look at it. You know, we got you, <laughs> we're you not telling y'all anything anymore. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, we're 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 looking at putting sanctions on Uganda. You yeah. know what I mean for this anti-coastal yeah. bill, and it's like, and, and Africa and Uganda is like, hey, America, are you kidding? You'll kill Kwame Nkrumah. You kill Gaddafi, you, and you want to talk yeah. to us about morals? Yeah, yeah. And you're already prosecuting your own people in a way by a lot of the laws that you're already enacting on your end. Exactly. I'm not trying to hear the stuff y'all got to say. Yeah. Finally, just, just, you know, we got it. We got to wrap. Um, you happy with where the, where the NBA finals are to leave? <laughs> well, you know, I'll start with you first, <laughs> Mr. Miami. Uh, uh, you- hey, listen, um, <laughs> hey, man. We'll see. It is what it is. Right. I, I, I haven't talked to anybody from the Vegas casinos yet, so I really I haven't been able to gauge properly how this is going to go all in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I got you. What about you, Vi? Last Am word. I happy? No. Is this what I expected? Yes. But like I said, I told everybody, Jimmy Jim's going to get you one. Yeah, he's going to get you one. Yeah, they didn't got believe, him one. But half of them didn't believe that. Oh, he's not going to get y'all one. They're going to get y'all one now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so over. true. It's over, bro. Right. If they win one I more, hate. okay. It just if they win one more, it's, it's cause of pride. But they're not gonna win this series. Yeah, yeah, so so true. And I'm gonna say this, and, and I'm gonna wrap it, man. I have not really been forced to watch the Nuggets this season, or mm-hmm. you know, for the last couple of seasons. But with them being in the finals and it being the only game, I've been really watching. And I'm telling you, they are. A beast, man. Yes. Well-oiled machine. Oh my God! Even watching, what was the guy name? Uh, the the one that stood up, that took over when when uh, when Yo, uh, went Joker out. went down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Gordon. Gordon. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, even Gordon alone. <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Hey, God, y'all go to castropolis.net. Choose the people poll. Love your thoughts. Uh, you know, uh, definitely. If you if you have some feedback, leave us a voicemail. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, again, go to castropolis.net, click the people poll, leave us your comments. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Thanks to the newsmaker crew. Thank you, Vi. Thank you, Talib. Yes, sir. And uh, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll come back with the tea with Tanya B. We'll be right back. This is the G Podcast returns after this message from the City of East Point. The City of East Point and the Atlanta NAACP present the East Point June. Celebration of Freedom 2023, Saturday, June 17th, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. in the East Point Commons, starring the incomparable Angela Winbush. 
Angela Winbush and Keith Washington. Loving you all through the night. With Joyce Irby and Climax. And it's absolutely free. The City of East Point and the Atlanta NAACP present the East Point Juneteenth Celebration of Freedom 2023. Starring Angela Winbush, Keith Washington, and Joyce Irby in Climax. Saturday, June 17th, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Downtown Commons, 2757 East Point Street. For more information, go to KarenReneeForChange.com. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. This is your girl, Tanya B. Sipping the tea as we always do right here on This Is The G Podcast. Don't forget, check us out each and every Sunday at 6 p.m. You can go to streaming platforms. You can go to the website, castropolis.net, or you can check out our YouTube channel. Come on and join the family. Let's just get right to this week's top tea, if you will. Well, last weekend, the Roost Picnic was in Philadelphia, and Usher, everybody thought would be the attraction that he brought the full Vegas, you know, from A to Z and then some, and he did his thing, brought out Philadelphia's own Jasmine Sullivan. They did the Roots hit, You Got Me, which was recorded by uh, Erica Badu with the Roots and won a Grammy. But the big, the talk of the town was Miss Lauren Hill, who brought out her fellow Fuji members. That would be Wyclef Jean and Prof Michelle before he goes to jail. Now, let's call a thing a thing. He is going to jail, okay? But just, it went viral. And that may be one of the few times you see all three of those members together on a stage. Hopefully, before Pros allegedly gets sentenced to jail, she'll bring out her former, I shouldn't say her former, but... You know, Pros and, and Wyclef on some other dates, but that reunion was everything. Now, back in the day, there was a lady. She bought her milkshake, bought all the boys to the yard, talking about Khalees, the ex wife of Nas. She's now a widow. She lost her husband last year to stomach cancer, but baby, mm-mm-mm. I guess love is love. Apparently, she's found new love in the 72 years young Ghostbuster Bill Murray. The two are having fun. They met overseas. You know what? Do your thing, Khalees. Apparently, she got some good goo goo dust. <laughs> Let's talk about John Amos. He is forever known as a few different legendary characters. One, James Evans of Good Times. The other, Kunta Kente from Roots. And that's Mr. McDowell of Coming to America. Well, there's a video that hit the internet with claims of elder abuse and financial crimes by John's daughter. She was claiming he was in the ICU. And Shannon Amos was claiming that all of his money was taken. Now, he had been living with his son, who has seemed to have gone ghost. And then Shannon says we need to post a start a GoFundMe for his medical bills, which are, uh, I guess, a lot of money. She's asking for a half million dollars. But then... Here we get John Amos going public, blasting his daughter, saying he just had some fluid build up and he's out of the hospital, that he's not in the ICU. So somebody lying and somebody scamming. And that is just not the way you do. James Evans. Damn, damn, damn. Okay. Now, Vivica Fox appears to still be carrying a torch for her former boot thing, 50 Cent, after 20 years. Well, we all know 50 Cent has clearly moved on. He really ain't trying to take this back. And he turned, not turned, he turned her out, Tommy B. Split a wig and everything. Talk greasy about it. And she said she still would get back with him. Mm, girl, bye. 
Now, I told you about how Usher was one of the stars of the Roots Picnic in Philadelphia last week, but I also forgot to tell you that he's engaged to be married to the mama of his most recent two babies. And now with Chili's recent admission, old girl may not be wanting to jump the broom with Usher. Chili said that she was there for 15 years after they broke up. So that's one wife, two wives, couple of girlfriends. And then here come Kim Kardashian. I call her Kim the Destroyer. She's been showing up in Vegas and being very flirty with Usher. So now there's an allegation that, you know, the future Mrs. Raymond may not be the future Mrs. Raymond. So I'll keep you posted on that. But Usher, come on, stop cheating, stop cheating, not cheating, cheating. Now, former CNN anchor Don Lemon is getting the last laugh. And here is why. Because the man who fired Don Lemon from CNN, he just got fired himself. Will Don Lemon consider returning to CNN? Inquiring minds want to know. But Don says he's taking the summer off and open to discussing any and all opportunities. I'm just saying. Now. I'm hearing that there will not be an audience for the BET Awards of 2023 if they are even broadcast and if they ever take place on June 25th. How they're going to pull that off with no writers could be a disaster. That's all I got to say. And don't forget, if the writer's strike is not settled by the end of this month, the actors may go on strike as well. That could be, oh my goodness, rerun after rerun after rerun. Now, you know, I don't really talk much, Tommy B, about the whole Jamie Foxx thing because there are so many stories and rumors and innuendos flying around. You know what? But all I'm hearing now is that he is learning to walk again. And I really believe if he were not in a state that required rehabilitation, he would not be in the state of Illinois at the top rehab center in this country. Let's just keep him in prayer. And now his reps are saying that his stroke, oop, did I say that? His medical condition was not caused by a COVID vaccine. That's all I got to tell you about that. All right, y'all, let's just keep this party moving. I got a whole lot to tell you, and I got about two minutes left, Tommy B. I'm watching the clock. Now, inquiring minds want to know, who's that peeping in Chris Rock's windows now? Is it a crazed fan, or is it a private investigator? This person was on his fire escape at his New York townhouse with a camera. The cops were called, but by the time they pulled up, this person jumped into a white Mercedes Benz. Not really hard to find that, but Chris was, I'm hearing, entertaining a lady friend. Could this lady friend be a married woman on the creep? Inquiring minds want to know. I'm just saying. And are we tired of Trigger Trey songs? Yes, we are. Tired of his acting up. He's again being sued for a woman by uh, who claims that he violated her and she wants $10 million. There's a video to prove it. And I just say until there are some hard consequences for his actions, I don't know if he is going to stop. Now, did you know, Tommy B, this is the 40th anniversary of Michael Jackson's Thriller. And yes, there's another documentary coming out this fall, but it's supposed to be the one where you see all of this behind the scenes, unseen, never before, you know, broadcast footage. So we'll just see what happens with that. Now, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s and beyond, there were very few men that didn't have some type of crush on our forever Miss America, Vanessa Williams. She was actually the first Miss America of color. But then she got married and divorced and married and divorced and married and divorced. So we couldn't count. But I just tell you one thing. She's single again and ready to mingle. She just got rid of husband number five. And all I got to say about that is, ooh, Nessa girl, Nessa girl. Mm hmm. I told you last week about country star Jimmy Allen. Jimmy Allen, Jimmy Allen. I think we can all agree right now his career is probably over. He went from being suspended from his record label to being dropped by the record label, the management company, the publicity firm. And now another woman is suing him and she's come forward and she's claiming 
They met on a plane, hooked up in Vegas. He filmed their encounter and refused to wear protection because he told her he wanted to get her pregnant. Oh, my goodness. The sad part about it is there may be more women coming forward with allegations. And Jimmy, you just effed up the church's money. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, had he lived... Prince would have been 65 years young this week. And don't forget that big celebration that's going down this weekend at Paisley Park. I am hearing Tommy B is everything. And let's talk about the queen of hip hop and soul, Mary J. Blige. Honey, Mary be out here working. She's got two films that come to Lifetime, one this week in Real Love and Strength of a Woman. She's got to keep working because, and listen up, y'all. The reason why she made her now ex-husband Ken do, I call him Ken Don't, her manager, and she got to pay him $30,000 a month until, I guess, till she sits down or the cows come home. So, a lesson in this, don't make your man your manager. You can ask the former queen of disco, Gloria Gaynor, remember her? I will survive. Mm-hmm. Now, she got to work, because just like Mary J. Blige, she made her husband her manager. He didn't treat her well, and she's had to pay him. She's a survivor. There's a documentary coming about Gloria Gaynor, later on this year and she is still out there dipping it and doing it at the age of 80 years young that's what i said 80 years young it's your girl tanya b this is how we sip this tea right here on this is the g podcast on the Castropolis podcast network man thank you for the tea tanya b you're gonna have to de- explain or define what google dust is with this kellis calice uh, Bill Murray thing. But in the meantime, you know what time it is. Here we go. What you watching this week, Tommy B? Y'all, man, I'm kind of sad. Let's pour out one for the homies, y'all. Two of my favorite NBC shows got their pink slips this week. One being Young Rock, uh, the comedy based on the life of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And the other, the millennial 30-something comedy based on a group of friends at L.A., Grand Crew. Also got its pink slip. And, and I got to tell you, the networks, do they have issues with like smart black shows? <laughs> I mean, what's up? Let's hope they get picked up. Maybe Byron Allen, maybe Tyler Perry, somebody. Pick them up, y'all. And, and, and don't act like you don't know what week this is, y'all. It is Black Mirror Week. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> June 15th. Coming up as we tape today, that will come up on on Thursday. I guess it's coming down at midnight, but I'll, I'll have it all watched by the end of the day on June 15th. Uh, Black Mirror Season 6 makes its Netflix debut. Would love to hear what you have to say about it. Um, I'm excited. So we'll do a full review next week. How about that? Now, you know, two weeks ago, we talked about Black Girl Magic uh, at the box office with Halle Bailey in The Little Mermaid. Um, last week, we talked about Black Boy Magic with Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Now, I know I was saying universe last week because I'm old, y'all, so forgive me. But in the meantime, it, the Spider-Verse was number one with $120 million last week. And this week, you got to give it up for The Rise of the Beast, the Transformer sequel just dropped. And it looks like it's going to be number one. But get this. It's got a black female lead and a and a brown male lead. Uh, Anthony Ramos, you'll probably remember him from Hamilton and some other shows. Um, and and in addition to that, uh, Dominique Fishback is from the most recent Swarm movie series uh, that was on Amazon. But it looks like they're going neck and neck for the top slot. 
Um, and, and I think uh, it's probably going to be debuting somewhere over 50 million. So you're looking at another phenomenal week, man. This has been the summer of minority super, um, superheroes from uh, week one, Mermaid, two, Spider-Verse, and now Transformers the Beast. Okay. Hit me up with your thoughts at castropolis.net. Love to hear what you think. Love to hear uh, your thoughts. Just go to castropolis.net. Leave us a voicemail. In the meantime, let's go ahead and do the benediction with Vi. Here we go. No, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. Some sins seem bigger than others because there's obvious consequences are much more serious. Murder, for example, seemed to us to be worse than hatred, and adultery seemed worse than lust. But this does not mean that because we do lesser sins, we deserve eternal life. All sins make us sinners, and all sin cut us from our holy God. All sin therefore leads to death. Regardless how great or small it seems, don't minimize little sins or overrate big sins. They all separate from God, but they all can be forgiven. Romans chapter 3, verse 23 through 24. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Are we saying... There's no certain things a big sin and a little sins in the eyes of God. So there's no sin that cannot be forgiven. And as far as God can sin, all sins are equal. So people, don't overrate the big ones and don't justify the little ones. In other words, a sin is a sin to God. And there's nothing that he would not forgive you for. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Vibe, for the benediction, man. We want to hear from you, your take uh, plenty to talk about from this week's show, episode 179. Go to castropolis.net, choose the people poll. You can voice your opinion. And again, if I play them back, I'll send you something nice. Uh, but again, just go to castropolis.net, click the people poll. Love to hear from you again, castropolis.net. And I will play back the best. Uh, follow us at This is the G Podcast on all social media. On Twitter, it's at This is the G Pod. We need some more Twitter followers, y'all. Jump up Twitter with me. Come on, come on. Video and audio debuts every Sunday at 6 p.m. You can check that out along with the podcast. Share us with your friends, y'all. I say it every week, just like Ashford and Simpson. Don't cost you nothing. Go ahead and share it. But, but before we close, I do have to say a big thank you uh, to all my friends and fam. It was birthday week this week. And I got to get myself some juice. <laughs> How about that? Celebrate yourself. Happy birthday to me. And thank you to everybody who shot me uh, a shout out on the Facebook. Appreciate it so much. And with that, episode 179 is in the can and we are out of here. Y'all have a great week. Peace and power to the people. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.